Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. And we are here on a Monday. This is episode 207. Um, And on episode 207, I have extremely important and breaking news to, to bring to you here today in terms of the future of the show. We have been doing three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, for a little over a year now. We started doing this show um, a little, maybe four or five months into 2018. At the time, when I started doing this show, folks, I did not know what it was going to become. I did not know the massive audience we were going to, to, um, create and have and have listened to our shows week in and week out and want to learn about Medicare. I didn't even know there was that much of an interest in in the form of a digital platform like this back then on a podcast. Now, this podcast today is broadcast on about 25 different websites, anywhere from Spotify to Pandora to iHeartRadio to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast. I mean, you name it, we're probably on the platform. And um and and also on YouTube in the form of video, probably for the past year as well. And folks, we do that because you have we, because you're such a great audience. Um, for the most part, on a majority of platforms, we are the number one Medicare-based podcast when you search Medicare in general. If you search Medicare podcasts on Google, our podcast is the first to come up, and we have our audience to thank for that. Thank you. Um, we love you, each and every one of you that listens to us week in and week out. Even if you've only listened to a couple of episodes, we really, really do appreciate you. More than you can imagine. And because of that, folks, um, I I, I'm, I was very hesitant to kind of make the change that I'm going to announce today. We are going to be st- taking a step back in terms of the frequency that we're going to be bringing you our show. And there's a couple of reasons for that, and I'll tell you exactly what those are in a second here. But first, I'm going to tell you exactly what the changes are going to be. Like I mentioned earlier, for the past year, we have been bringing you shows Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday for over a year. The show started out by us just doing one podcast a week, but most weeks it was most of the time it was really only once every two weeks. And when the audience started to grow and the demand started to grow, we started consistently doing it once a week. Once a week turned into twice a week, and twice a week turned into three times a week. We have taken on so many additional projects in our office um, that I can no longer make the commitment to doing three shows a week. And I'm sorry, and I apologize. Now, I do believe with our 200 plus episodes, we have the most comprehensive library of Medicare information that is can be found anywhere. And I feel confident in saying that. 
especially on a podcast form. Any question you potentially could have about Medicare can be answered, and there's an episode specifically made about that. Each episode's unique individual. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be scaling back to doing one episode a week instead of three. The one episode we do every week will air on Monday starting this week. So we will not be bringing you a show on Wednesday and Saturday. I very much hope that our entire audience understands. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. We're not a broadcasting company. We're not a radio station or anything like that. We are an insurance agency. And with everything that we are doing now with our insurance agency, it's just taking so much of my attention as we grow as a company um, that I just can't commit to doing the three episodes each week. It's just something that I can't do. But at the same time, I felt like we brought so much value to the table that our audience will remain patient and understanding with us. And we're still going to be bringing you one episode a week, which is more than 99.9% of all of the Medicare podcasts do. Most of them bring one a month or twice to a month, if that. We're still going to be consistently bringing you a high-quality episode once a week, every single Monday, like clockwork. And I don't have any intentions for that to change. The other reason, folks, is you know, just um, we're going to be folk putting a lot more focus on our YouTube channel, on um, our Christian Brindle YouTube channel. We're going to be make, trying to put out five to six videos a week on that channel starting this week. So if you'd like to see more content from us, if you'd like, if you're going to, if you feel like you're going to miss out on the normal Wednesday episode, the normal Saturday episode, head over to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's just Christian Brindle. Um, and you'll be able to find all sorts of wonderful information to kind of take the place of the episodes that we were doing before. Anyway, folks, that's our big announcement. That's our news for today. Um, and thank you for all of your support over the years. We will continue to bring you an episode a week. It'll be a higher quality episode. And I personally believe that the last couple of weeks, the epi- the quality of episodes that we've been bringing has not been up to par to where I'm accustomed to. And the part of the reason is because I haven't been able to put as much time into the research and the creation of the show that I normally would have just because there's only 24 hours in the day. And with all the extra projects we're taking on, it's just been difficult to kind of keep up with everything. And I feel like not only um, will this free up time for us, but I think the one episode we bring you a week will be have a higher quality and more of what our audience has been accustomed to over the years. So anyway, folks, that's my bombshell. That's my big news. Um, Let's talk about the topic at hand today. And that's COBRA coverage. What the hell is COBRA coverage? Well, COBRA stands for the Consolidated Omnibus Budget Reconciliation Act of 1985. It's a law that was passed by the U.S. Congress and is signed into law by President Ronald Reagan that, among other things, mandates that an insurance program which gives some employees the ability to continue their health insurance coverage after leaving employment. That's the definition of COBRA. As you probably know, COBRA, in a nutshell, means that if, let's say, you leave your, your, your employer. Let's say, okay, let's paint a picture for you for a second here. Let's say you're working for an employer. They're providing you and your family coverage. You walk away from that employer. Let's say you quit unexpectedly. Let's say you're fired or laid off. 
your, your employment is terminated one way or another. It doesn't really matter how it's terminated, but it's terminated. COBRA allows you to basically have the option of keeping your employer group coverage for a certain amount of time. In fact, as of today, as I talked to you about this on um, basically at the end of June in 2020, you basically have the option in some situations of extending your COBRA as far as 36 months. Sounds good, right? But that being said, there's some important things that you need to know about COBRA. Um, there's some things you need to know about how it ties into Medicare, and I can't believe we hadn't done an episode about Cobra as of yet. I'd take a quick break, folks, here from this week's sponsor. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back, and I'll tell you everything you need to know about Cobra, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything else in between. Don't go anywhere. We will be back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Let's talk about some COBRA coverage and everything that you need to know as a Medicare beneficiary. Maybe you're even not a Medicare beneficiary. Maybe you're just a person in general that has an insurance interest. Maybe you're just an insurance nerd like myself, which, you know, if that's the case, I'm I'm happy to have you here. Folks, everybody likes convenience. Convenience is not always not having to move or have something brought to you. Convenience also can mean, in my opinion, keeping things the way that you're accustomed to it. That would be convenient, right? If you don't have to relearn a new system at work. If you don't have to um, learn a new you know, manual for... I don't know, a new television system. You don't have to learn um, a new programming system of a stereo or Bluetooth or anything like that in a new car. People don't like change. It's a human nature element that people just do not like change. It's uncomfortable for them. And in essence, folks, what we're looking at in, in um, in that regard is where we have COBRA coverage from. Now, can COBRA coverage in certain situations be a good thing for somebody? Yeah, I think I think there are certain situations, but are they few and far between? I would say so. And this is why. COBRA coverage, folks, like I said, is used to extend employer coverage. That's the purpose. Up to 36 months in some cases. Now, this is what we need to keep in mind. When you have an employer plan, when you're working for an employer and they're providing you and your family coverage, they are typically, in a lot of cases, either paying a third, maybe half, sometimes it could be two-thirds of the premium that they're paying for you. So if you're paying $250 a month in premium for your group plan, let's say, there's a good chance that the premium of it all by itself let's say the employer was not helping out, would probably cost you about $600 a month, if not more. When you're currently employed for that employer, they're contributing a lion's share, typically, at least half, I'd say, in most cases, of your health insurance premiums. When you walk away from that employer one way or another, 
whether it's your fault or not, and you pick up Cobra, Cobra basically gives you the exact same plan that you had through that employer. It's the exact same plan. But that being said, you're paying the entire premium. You're not getting that contribution from the employer any longer. I always tell people the rule of thumb with Cobra, whatever you are paying for your work insurance, expect to pay at least double that, sometimes three times as much, depending on the particular situation. So if you're paying $500 a month for your group plan, Cobra is going to cost you $1,000 to $1,500 a month in premium. Kind of expensive, right? Sometimes convenience can be pricey. Would you agree? Now, depending on your particular situation, Maybe your work insurance was only 100 bucks a month, so that means you could probably get COBRA for two, 300 bucks a month, maybe a little more. That doesn't sound too bad. That doesn't mean it's always a bad situation. Now, but if you're eligible for Medicare, COBRA is an absolutely colossal bad idea. And this is why. COBRA is not looked at by the government as credible coverage. What do we know about Medicare? When you first turn 65, you become eligible for Medicare. The, the first of the month you turn 65, it's actually potentially before your birthday. If your birthday happens to fall on the first of your birth month, then your Medicare starts a month sooner. But let's say, you know, for me, for example, my birthday is August 13th. If I was turning 65 this year, I'm not. My Medicare would start August 1st. The rule of thumb with Medicare is you're able to postpone taking Medicare down the road. And you're able to do so with no penalties as long as you're working and you have coverage through a current employer. COBRA is not coverage through a current employer. So if you take COBRA and don't take Medicare, when you're eligible for Medicare, you're going to be penalized for late enrollment penalties. And remember about Medicare penalties, they last forever. Not only that, 99 times out of 100, you can pay less by getting onto Medicare than you could by getting on COBRA. So it makes no sense. So that's from the Medicare side of things. Folks, I have to take one last break here from one more sponsor. I have some final thoughts I'd like to be, I'd like to share with you in terms of um, COBRA coverage. I have to take one more break. I'll be back with you in segment three. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. Folks, in terms of COBRA, uh, my final thoughts on it, I mean, there's really not too much to tell. I mean, it's in most cases overpriced group coverage, but but sometimes if the group plan isn't that costly, maybe the employer has a pretty good deal with the insurance company. Uh, maybe the benefits are quite good. It can be a good thing. It has more to do with the current group plan and how good it is than, than anything else. I ran into a situation not too long ago where um, a person was paying 800 a month for himself and his family for, for employer coverage. That's with the employer contributing. And Cobra would have cost him over two grand a month to keep it. And he wanted to know if it was a good idea. I mean, that, that's a lot. That, that's a situation that's all too typical with Cobra. I mean, the main thing is, is if you're eligible for Medicare, it's not credible coverage. So if you take Cobra instead of Medicare, it's not looked at as credible coverage. So they will essentially um, 
look at look at it as you didn't sign up for Medicare on time and apply your late enrollment penalty for Medicare Part B, your late enrollment penalty for Medicare Part D that we've talked about in um, nauseating detail on this platform that I'm not going to get into on this episode. But it's just something to be aware about. I mean, I get questions about COBRA quite a bit. I thought it deserved its own episode. So here we are. Folks, as always, um, if you're on Medicare, about to be on Medicare, or you know somebody on Medicare, we work with people in 10 states. In 10 states, excuse me. Excuse me. Um, Christian Brindle Insurance Services works with people in 10 states. Those 10 states are as follows. Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, California, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida. The Sunshine State. Again, Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, California, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida. Our office number is 801-255-5340. I'd love to talk with you. If maybe you're already on Medicare and you're just not sure if you have the best plan for you, we work with all of the biggest companies available in the industry. We have access to every single insurance company in the industry, whether it be Medicare supplements, Medicare Advantage plans, and we take pride in helping you. And to all of our longtime listeners, um, I greatly appreciate your support over the years, like I mentioned in segment one. And I hope you understand our reasoning to make this change in our in our frequency schedule. Like I mentioned, head over to our YouTube channel, the Christian Brindle YouTube channel, um, and follow us there because whatever content you feel like you're going to be missing out on with our schedule being reduced, you can basically pick up there. We're going to be having tons of great videos coming out there on a consistent basis. Anyway, folks, thanks so much for the time. Thank you for being here with me today. And until next time, which will be next Monday with our new schedule. Take care.